when it's pretty clear that the sales and marketing engine is dependent on a person or a couple of people, talent, the whole hit by a bus scenario. Yeah. Key man situation. Yeah. Can this operate? Can somebody come in and buy this business? Mm -hmm. And I would encourage anybody who's listening um, that has a business or works in a business or has a vested interest in making a business uh, maximized in any way, you need to be thinking about your business like if you were going to sell it. Welcome to the Maven Marketing Podcast. Today is Maven Monday. I'm your host, Brandon Welch, and I'm here with Caleb Ag, Mr. Sleeve Rolled McSleeverson. <laughs> Thank you. Two kinds of guys, people who can pull off rolled sleeves and people who can't. Mm. And I'm just glad to be in your presence. Uh, I'm glad you think I pull it off. Do you have tall socks too? I, I, have I can't pull those off either. No tall socks, actually. Yeah. No. Uh, look like ham hocks when I put tall socks on. So uh, <laughs> this is the place where we answer your real life marketing questions to eliminate waste in advertising, grow your business, and help you achieve the big dream. Do we have some real life marketing questions today? Oh, we've got, we've actually got one very strong real life marketing question. I think it's the most relevant question we've ever had on the podcast. That's strong. That's a strong claim. So um, this first question is from Clayt. He works for a high-end flooring and remodeling company. Mm. He asks, here's what he's, he's going to say. I've been able to generate a consistent flow of business, but we don't even have a website. We don't even have business cards. Do we need marketing? Now, why would a marketing podcast bother answering such a damaging question? Do I even need marketing? And contrary to what you might be expecting, the answer is not, of course, you need marketing. Mm -hmm. But we are going to answer a question with some questions Mm. because um, this is underlying really what what every um, successful business is or should be asking in America. Do I even need marketing? Yeah. And so um, we know Clayt. I do not know the the owner of this company, but it is a very good company. Yeah. I have some friends that have used them. Think when you want it done right, use this company, Beautiful right? remodels and tile and flooring. Beautiful floors. Yeah. They're working on the nicest homes in the area. Mm-hmm. And what it sounds like is they've got a heck of a, a referral business. And if you're listening now and you're going, I built a great business on referral, this is absolutely the episode and the day for you. Yeah. Um. So I love this question, and I'm going to say for just a second that um, you have already marketed, and you just don't realize it. Mm. Um, One of my favorite thoughts on advertising is actually from Roy Williams and the Wizard of Ads. Um, We learned at uh, Wizard Academy. That's a great school, uh, business school, advertising school. If you've never been there, you should check it out. Yeah. But it's it goes like this. Advertising is a tax we pay for being unremarkable. Hit hit me with it again. Yeah. One more time. Advertising is a tax we pay for being unremarkable. And of course, the meaning implied there is that truly remarkable companies don't need advertising to be in business and to grow. Customers find them because of the reputation, right? That's right. And yeah. I think that's what these guys have going on. Mm-hmm. Everything about it looks and feels like that's what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, cool, we don't have a logo. We don't have any of those stupid websites. We don't have to meet with those, you know, nerdy marketing guys. Um, but I would ask, uh, that is a condition of your business now, and they've earned that over the last few years. Yeah. And we are coming out of a really um, 
big explosion in all things home remodeling. Mm -hmm. Uh, No secret that industry really at every corner has soared. Yeah. And so I'm not saying that's the only reason they've thrived, but I I would point that out. And if I were sitting with this business owner, I would ask, what are you really trying to make happen? Hmm. Um, Not just today. Like your reality today is you probably have more projects than you can keep up with. Yeah. Sounds like they've got, you know, maybe a dozen employees or so. They're always busy. And so... This is, uh, if you're a marketer or if you're an agency or if you're a media salesperson, please listen. Mm -hmm. Um, Not as a means of combating and like overcoming the objection, but just as a means of any time somebody is saying, yes, marketing, no marketing, what should I do? Your instant question should be, what are you trying to make happen? What is the goal? Yeah. And that is the problem with the marketing industry. What we call the broken system is that, yeah, as a, as a, as a nicety, some people might start there, yeah. but I'm I'm going, no, tell me again, tell me again, tell me again. Mm. What really are you trying to make happen? Not just today. What do we do at Frank and Maven? We start with strategy first. Start with strategy first. And the first question of strategy is what business objective are you trying to achieve Yeah. in the next one year, in the next three year, in the next five, five years. years? Yep. That's a bare minimum. Mm-hmm. We don't ask for a dollar or a minute of your time if you can't answer those questions. Yeah. And we will not work for you if you can't answer those questions. Because you can't you can't win if you don't have a target. If you're yes. if you're at the range, <laughs> you can't hit a target that isn't there. And that's yes. what we have to set up first is nobody's gonna win if we don't have anything to aim for. Yes. So as a friend and somebody who thinks very highly of this business, mm-hmm. um just gonna ask a few questions. Yeah. Um how big do you want your company to be? And I, I'm going to take a wild guess and say that they're in the two to five million range, just with this kind of volume and the amount of employees sure. I think they have. Sure. And maybe that's all. Maybe that's going to fund your lifestyle. Maybe that's going to fund all the great things you want to do. Maybe you've got excess profit, and that is wonderful. I hope that's the case. Um, and maybe this is a, a really well run operation. Yeah. But I would say, um, what about your employees? Employees have this tendency, like all other human beings, to want to grow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so what is a what is a business that's honoring its employees do? Um, how's your profit margin? Are you working with the type of clients that you want to? If the answer is yes, why? And is that sustainable? Or how long has that been a thing? Yeah. And if you're used to operating on that type of profit margin, a higher-end profit margin, better quality, do you have enough in the pipeline to keep that going? And what are the indicators that if that's tapering off that you're going to look at, you know, beforehand, before you're sitting, you know, wondering my, I, I need some more business, you right? To, yeah. You're not right. going to have to scrape and scrounge for that later yes. on. So I can imagine what's happened here. He did a great job for some really nice home. And mm-hmm. then all the other friends of nice home said, I want that. Right. Yep. So, um, how sustainable is that? Because if, if you're completing your service in a three or four week time period, um, the amount of referrals you have to keep going for a long time after that honeymoon period of doing nice work for people mm-hmm. it is quite a bit, right? It's quite a few. Um, here's another thing. Do you want to sell your company? Uh, I'm going to guess the guy that owns this or the person that's in charge of the sales equation has a lot of really good relationships. Yeah. And what is a business owner that comes in and says, or a, sorry, an investor that wants to buy a business? Do they say, cool, I can do this without you? When it's pretty clear that the sales and marketing engine is dependent on a person or a couple of people, talent, 
the whole hit by a bus scenario. Yeah. Key man situation. Yeah. Can this operate? Can somebody come in and buy this business? Mm -hmm. And I would encourage anybody who's listening um, that has a business or works in a business or has a vested interest in making a business uh, maximize in any way, you need to be thinking about your business like if you were going to sell it. Yeah, that kind of goes back to the e-myth concept, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You're stuck working in it and you have a job, not, yeah. not a company. Most know? people think they have a business, but in a lot of cases, you have a job, right? Yeah. You just have a, that's uh, a Michael Gerber e-myth thing. If you haven't read that book, you've got to read it. But yeah. um, So do you want to build a machine and something that's constantly serving a, a, a profitable, growing organization without a key person mm-hmm. or a key relationship or maybe even a key past set of customers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you want your people to earn more? Do you want them to be able to grow, retire, build their families? Yeah. Uh, I know Clayt, who's a who's an operator inside this business. He's he's on the front lines. He's putting the floors down. He's one of the artisans, right? Mm-hmm. Ten years from now, Clayt's not going to want to do that work, right? Probably maybe five not. years from now, three maybe years not. from now, right? Yep. And so do you want to have a company that's grown to the level where you can support uh, an ascension of resources and things like salaries and insurance and life balance? Mm-hmm. And that's going to take growth yeah. at a different rate than you have now. Yeah. Um, we talked about backup team members. What if Clay gets hit by a bus? Love you, Clay. But yeah. what, what if that happens? Like, yeah. what if your talent set, do you have the ability and the reputation and the network and the abundance to go out and hire the next rock star. Mm-hmm. So I get what I get what's going on here, but um far too often we have this hand to mouth mentality and I'm not saying that anybody in this particular scenario is running uh an unfound, you know, an unsteady uh, operation. Sure. But we tend to, you know, think of money is good, customers are good, but what what else could be a problem and what's about to be a problem? Sure. Because the time you realize growth is a problem, it's too late really to jump in and make marketing do something about it. Yeah. You're going to have a dip. Yeah. So um, if you're saying, do I need marketing? Um, let's let's ask a different question. Um, the question should be, is my business built the way it needs to be built to fulfill the objectives and the life and the security and the mission that I want to be able to achieve? Yeah. And the only way to do that is to look ahead. Yes. To know where you want it to go and then to set up, you know, marketing or at least a growth plan, whether it's going to happen organically or mm. with marketing so that you can achieve that. So you can get yeah. there. Yeah. What do people, um, what do the wealthiest people do? Do they wait till their sixties to start investing? No, no. Early and often. Early and often. And they're constantly building this thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so the wealthiest, the most secure companies are constantly building and earning that next customer. Yeah. And I'm just going to say that does not have to be on the back of advertising. And in a lot of cases, it shouldn't. It may never be. Um, but how are you nurturing? What engine is there? What are we doing to reward, increase, Capitalize. maximize those referrals? Yeah. Right? Which right we- now, it's just... Caleb, you got to use these you gotta, people. Yeah, you got to yeah. try it. And, and you're relying on mm. your fans, your raving fans, which is amazing, fantastic. But we would actually call that, we have, we've declared what we call the three types of customers, today, tomorrow, and yesterday. These yes. referrals are in the bucket of yesterday customers. Mm. And it's the most, it's still marketing. It's still, yeah. you know, it's happening organically, but that word of mouth 
Hmm. Connecting with those yesterday customers is is one of the most profitable. It's the most. It's probably the cheapest uh, way to grow your business. Absolutely, and, and to yeah. capitalize on it. And so um, that would actually be where I'd I'd tell them to start is just look at these referrals that you continuously get. To start there. Yeah, you have customers. you have a list of past customers, and some of them have already helped you out but mm-hmm. I bet they could help you out a little bit yeah. more. Your marketing could be having a barbecue once a year and inviting all of your awesome customers. Yeah. Your marketing could be... A round of golf. Writing handwritten notes to all your people, telling them how much they mean to you. Yeah. Your, your marketing could be taking them to a round of golf. Yeah. Your marketing could be baking fresh bread. I, there's this guy this, uh, that has done our carpets for years. Mm-hmm. And he's expensive. Holy smokes. Yeah. Like he is more than you think you should pay for carpet cleaning and then some. But he's probably good. He's very good. Yeah. Um, I have four kids uh-huh. and like 87 animals. So, you know, <laughs> dirt gets tracked in. Okay. <laughs> so but this guy always brings a fresh loaf of bread. Oh. His wife makes the bread once like or twice a week. And always when he's done, fresh loaf of bread. And That's it's like, so cool. I'll never hire another guy. Yeah. Right. So it does not have to be on the on these big expensive marketing plans. Um, you're asking are my profit margins, are my leadership, are my operating procedures, is my competitive advantage staying true? Mm-hmm. Like these are, the, these are the plants in the garden, and you need to water that garden. Um, am I recession-proof? That's a big one in, in home improvement. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, even at the highest levels. Is my insurance the way it should be? My health insurance, my liability insurance, and it takes money to fund those things and mm-hmm. build this healthy operation. So yeah. do you need marketing of some sort? You do. It doesn't have to look like advertising. Yeah. I think, I think that's the thing most people think about running, running ads, right? Buying mm-hmm. TV ads or Facebook ads or Google ads or wherever, yeah. billboards. You, you might not need to do that, but there is a type of advertising you're doing. Sometimes, it, and it looks untraditional, but mm-hmm. sometimes that's just you bought a really good piece of real estate and you're right next to the big street in town. Yes. That can be oh, yeah. the best advertising you have. The premium you pay on that real estate is yeah. your advertising budget. McDonald's does it. Walgreens does it. They put yeah. it on the corner of the two biggest streets in town yep. every single time. And yep. that's a big part of their advertising budget. Obviously, they spend more. Frank and Maven. I mean, we're, we're on the highway. Or, right or right here on the highway. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah so I, w- I would... I would encourage any business owner to be thinking deeper about that. Not marketing, but what what am I trying to build? What happens if I'm not here? What happens mm-hmm. if this person isn't here? Do I have the machine and the sustainability for this to be an asset? Because if you're not building your business as an asset and you're building it as just a cash flow machine, you're missing an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think also you would want to look historically at your organic, I'll call it organic growth rate. So yes. let's say we're doing 10%, 20% year over year growth. Yes. Without spending money on advertising, as yes. as he would say it, right? Um, fantastic. But if you have a dream for that to be 25, 30% growth, mm. you're going to need to put yourself in front of 10% more opportunities. Mm. And that, that, doubt. that's where you're going to have to probably invest in that or do something a little or extra. Or buy another company. Or buy, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna so, have to expand that base. Yeah, so that, that's that's really the last thing, man. If you are operating with this much success mm-hmm. without doing that stuff, doesn't it make you curious about what would happen if you poured some gas on that fire? Mm-hmm. And the companies we have, frankly, the companies we choose to work with, are companies that already have this type of reputation. Yeah, and we look at them, and we go, "This is gonna be easy." Yep, 
because I ain't got to worry about your sales. I don't got to worry about your um, follow through. I don't got to worry about your reputation. All I have to do is pour gas on a fire and you've got great values and vision. And when you do that to a company like this, it's going to be a $10 million company. Oh yeah. I would love, love, love to work with these guys, not because it's big dollar signs, but because man, when you do that, when you pair maximi- maximizing on a good story. Yeah. I, uh, something watch we, out, <laughs> something we throw around, 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 around here. Around, around here? Around, around here. Uh, a lot is advertising really just increases whatever fire was already there. Yeah. And so if your company's shrinking and you spend a bunch of money on advertising, if you have a failing yeah. trend of a company, um, good advertising won't save a bad business. Nope. Uh, but if you have a good business and then you have good advertising on top of that. You'll be world famous. Look out. Yeah. Put your sunglasses on. It's going to be shining. Clayt, thank you for the question. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot in there. Um, work on just the tangibles that you can sort of put arms around what you already have. Yeah. And so instead of people having your phone number saved, and I'm telling the owner this, dude, if you're relying on your salespeople's relationships and they got their phone number and you know your salesman's phone number in their yeah. phone books, yeah. if he wants to go somewhere else for another dollar... That's a liability. Yeah. So, so have people attach something, attach the meaning and the value to something like a, a good name, a good logo, good yes. website that you can control and frankly sell and transfer. So yeah. That, awesome. Great question. Do you need advertising? Rewind and listen again. Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to make happen? What are you Start trying there. to make happen? Hey, are you subscribed to our newsletter? We send out an email twice a week, goes along with this podcast. Uh, and it's a, it's a synopsis, a summary, little bits of wisdom that our team actually pours in there. Maven Monday, Frankly Friday, and coming soon, rolled up sleeve Saturday. Oh my Caleb. gosh, <laughs> that is um, not coming soon. Every Monday, we're answering real life questions, solving problems so you can walk away refreshed and uh, empowered for your week. And every Friday, we're just recapping those bits of wisdom on the Frankly Friday. Those yeah. are like three minutes long. Yeah. We won't ramble near as long as we did today. Yeah. Um, if you do subscribe, if you do want to subscribe, you can go to our website, frankandmaven.com. Or if you just shoot us an email to mavenmonday at frankandmaven.com, you can do that. If you have a question, we'll get your question on the show. We'll get it on the show. We'll get it answered just like Clay today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for watching. Don't forget to subscribe and like and reviews help tremendously. We will be here every Monday answering your real life marketing questions so you can grow your business, eliminate waste in advertising and achieve the big dream. Because marketers who can't teach you why are just a fancy lie. Thanks for watching.